1: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
2: All right, hello, this is Charlie Madsen from Vespero, I'm coming to talk to you guys today about um, shopping for low vision products, where to start and uh, how, to, how to kind of move through the channels. So basically, I like to uh, start with not electronic devices for a low-vision person to begin with. A lot of people that still have more of their vision like these, they're portable, easy to carry around. Um, these are your traditional magnifying glasses. Uh, we, we use a particular brand called Schweitzer. Um They go range of powers between 2X and probably about 10, 11X. And uh, they have a light on, a nice bright light, and they're battery-operated. Simple to use, you hold them at the designated spot and you read with it. There's a, there's a sweet spot you get to a couple inches off the page. I'm sure uh, most of you are familiar with such type products. Uh, they do hold a couple of, um, they hold some advantages in their portability and their, and their um, price tag. However, you lose something that you can gain with an electronic device. For instance, all prints not created equal If I handed you a Bible, a textbook, a cookbook, a children's book, a newspaper, all of these texts have different qualities, different size, different type fonts. The contrast is going to be different depending on the quality of them uh, with the colors of the page, different things along those lines. So what we then like to move into is a handheld device. If, if If the person that's able to use a handheld electronic device, it basically replaces multiple lenses. So where instead of having to have different lenses for different type texts, you can have one device that you carry around that's going to range anywhere depending on the device from 2x to 15x or, or even some of them go a little higher. Uh, we carry several of these. We carry the Ruby, the Pebble, the, and the Compact are the three that we carry. and Each of those have different size and types of um, monitor size. So the different size monitors give you different size magnification as well. The original Ruby is a 4.3 inch screen, but the beauty of it is you have different magnification levels. So on on the original Ruby you had three that rotated through a five, a seven, and a 10, basically. It's really, there's some like points in there, but for all intents purposes it's five, seven, and 10. And you rotate through them. But the beauty of these devices is you also get contrast. So we do what we call um, enhanced reading modes. So instead of having white on black, you can switch it to black on white, you can have yellow on blue and so on and so forth. Uh, as you go into more more advanced rubies, and this, this goes for all three of the slides I told you, so I was talking about rubies, but they're basically three, when the magnification levels will change slightly, but they're basically the same. Our most popular one is gonna be your Ruby XL HD. It's a five inch screen, it's got a nice flat profile, you have the handle comes out from underneath like a kind of like a pocket knife would open and you have two different positions with that. It's got a built in battery and there you have anywhere from 2x all the way up to 16x. And it's continuous magnification. So like with the original Ruby, there were toggles. So you hit a button and it went up, hit another button, it went up, hit another button, it went back down to the beginning. That's what has a button that goes up, the other button goes down. You also have a variety of different colors to choose from. It comes with the, the, uh, the standards, which is full color, which what's the, you want full color if you want to look at photographs, if you're uh, reading a map, if you're looking at stock quotes, things along those lines, see how things are performing. Anytime where color is important, you're going to want to have a full color image. When you're reading, you tend to use an enhanced reading mode. Uh, the most popular ones are white on black and black on white. We also have yellow on blue, blue on yellow uh, in in those top five. And then you can go into the machine and you have like 16 different versions you can go with. Uh, But the ones that come with it are typically going to handle most people's uh, needs. These are great because they're great devices to carry around. Um, You can go to the restaurant, read your own menu. You can read a text where if you're sitting. I one day went into my – I'll I'll tell you guys a little story because I think this kind of illustrates – the power of these. I'm also legally blind. I have cone rod dystrophy, so I've been blind since birth. I uh, went to see a low vision doctor then for the first time. This was a couple years ago. I was going to see this particular doctor for the first time. And I went over of the office with my Ruby XLHD, and I sat with the clipboard, and I was able to fill the forms out by myself without asking him for help. Of course, my handwriting is horrible, but he was able to decipher it. The doctor actually came to the, to the waiting room instead of sending the nurse out to get me and walked over and he said, hey, this, this says your 2400 vision. And they came out and told me you filled it out yourself. He said, how did you do that? And they held that Ruby up. So guess what he wanted to start moving through this, his uh, practice. He's, he's now one of our uh, doctors that carry some of our products. So he has them there for us, for his clients. But in the past, I would have had to ask for help from the front desk person. So it was nice to be able to go in and do that myself. Um, you can't ride under it, but I was able to read up to the line and fill it out. Then we also have a 7-inch a, a ruby that's going to be a little bit bigger. That one also sits up, and you can aim a camera out. It's called a barrel, it's a barrel camera, so it can move in the front of the machine, so you can do uh, everyday living activities, writing, uh, tie the flesh up, a fish fly, <laughs> a different uh, lure, whatever you call that, different things along those lines. So that's pretty nice to have as well. It can also look into the distance to about 10, 11 feet. So if you're at a McDonald's menu or a fast food menu, you haven't looked up what you want, you don't know what you want, you can't zoom in on the on the menu. You can take a still of that as well and maneuver around it, take a look to see if you're getting what you want. And it, it flips all the way around, it'll work as a mirror. So you get a nice mirror image if you're doing your makeup or just doing facial inspections if you have uh, sores on your face that you need to keep an eye on, those different types of things. So these are all the devices that are really nice to start if somebody has, you know, quite a bit of vision. They're they're legally blind, but they still have usable vision, and they want to be on the move. I like to say, in a perfect world, we all need different tools. So that's one, one set of tools. By that, it's kind of like if uh, if I sell if I'm going to sell you a hammer, I'm going to have to ask you what you're going to do first. So all of those are like the household hammer, the small hammer. I'm going to tap a little nail in the wall and hang a picture. Uh, but if I need to do something a little bit more, I might need a, a heavier hammer, like a like a nine pound hammer, or maybe get the roofing. You're going to have a 11 eleven pound hammer. You're going to go all the way up to a sledgehammer. So the next the next analogy up would be our transportable devices, which I believe them to be the most versatile devices that we have. They they carry the most features. They're uh, very um, easy to to move around and do different projects with, or different tasks. So we have the Onyx for the Freedom Line. Uh, We have the uh, Acrobat for the Enhanced Vision Line. You, carry, you can carry these with you from class to class or from business to business. We have folding versions that, that get real nice and small, and you can bring them with you places. But you have distance cameras on these as well as document views, so you can look out in the distance, check out the scenery. Um, you can take the – look at the clock if you're in the classroom or watch the professor while they're up there talking. I also like them for seniors. You can watch their grandchildren out in the lawn playing. And, uh, or maybe you like to watch your bird bath zoom in on that. So we have those capabilities with those, but you also have the document view Then we go up to the next level so the next level would be the desktop video magnifier So the desktop big magnifier would be a Merlin a topaz or an offline ClearView. Those are our, those are like the, the sledgehammers. They're like full-featured, but they're stationary you're not going to carry them around with you. You're going to use them to do, uh, if you're going to read for longer periods of time, uh, you can do uh, everyday living activities under that as well, pick your nails, uh, drawing, different things along those lines. So those is kind of the basis of the low vision products. And then we also, we also have another category that's um, head-mounted or wearable. Uh, so we have a couple of those that we're working on and we have a couple of them that are out. Uh, These devices you put on your head and you look into the distance. They're not for mobility. We can't recommend walking at all or moving around much at all, but they're uh, great for sitting, watching a movie, watching TV, uh, reading the newspaper, any kind of hands-free magnification that you need. I I can see somebody if they were like building large scale model, you might be able to to zoom a little bit nicely in with, with such devices. But when we're in the marketplace and we're trying to decide which one of these is going to fit your needs, so basically the first thing I'd like to ask people is, can you see a headline in a newspaper? That tells me like not not the not the newspaper print, but the main headline like on the front page. So if you can't see that, then we move it. We we start moving into a product more like JAWS or or even like a any kind of computer program like uh, ZoomText maybe even. But we try to get you into something like that because the larger you get the magnification the less you're going to see of what you're trying to read which means the more movement on the screen that it makes it just a little bit more difficult for you but if you can read that print to the newspaper then you can be pretty effective with a desktop or any of these other devices the next thing is what do you want to do what's your what's your goal how you uh, how do you how do you envision using the product now I envision everybody needing three, three of these, but that's not reasonable with, at the at the prices they're at. So you then have to narrow down what's most important. So is it most important you to be able to read the newspaper in full? Is it more important for you to be trans to be uh, portable? You go out a lot. You want to read in the uh, on, a new, on a menus. You know, you are on airplanes a lot, uh, or do you need the distance view? And you want to be able to have a large screen and also have a distance view. So then you you get into these different categories. A lot of people will end up with two a handheld and a desktop, or a handheld and a transportable or a foldable. So when you're you're shopping through them, it's important to know what you want to do. Um, If it's for your job, if you do a lot of looking at documents, you're going to want a desktop with a large screen and all the features you can have we even have them that will read it back to you. So you look at it, take an image of the, of the page and it's going to read back to you. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank yes. You. I, was, I was
0: waiting and nobody said anything. So I said, I'll dive in.
2: Why <laughs> we- <laughs> so, so it's, it is, it's, you get them in front of you to find out which one works best for you. Even if, even if it's not our product, you want to look at an array of them. I mean, I'd like you to look at all of ours, but I know that's not reasonable as well. But if I sit down and I put a Ruby, a Pebble, and a Compact in in a person's hand, I give those three products to five different people, you're going to have an array of of product choices. Because they're all slightly different. When it boils down to it, it's a lot of uh, what's comfortable for you, do you like where the buttons are? You know, can you find them easy? A lot of people like a Ruby because it's so colorful and, and it's also got, you know, edges so you can feel where the buttons are dots on top of the buttons. People like that where the, where the compact is very business like, so if you maybe you go to an office setting, you're younger or, or older even, but you don't want something that sticks out. So it looks, it looks more like. It's sleek. It's a, a really nice looking consumer product. But when you, uh, you just gotta gauge what you wanna do. So when we're, when we're shopping, it's important to factor in cost as well, um, or, or funding sources. So if you're a veteran, this funding source gets really easy. Uh, if, you're a, if you're a veteran and you're legally blind, you can then get the services from their blind rehab services, which includes getting the electronic products and training you on them, and then it's, um, it's golden. Uh, if you're a student, you could get help through the, through the schools that you're going to or the government agency in your state uh, here in Florida's Department of, of uh, Blind Services, and it varies in names. Sometimes it's a commission, just depending on where you're at. Uh, if, you're, if you're an adult going back to school, you can get some help, too. Unfortunately, it's harder when you're, um, when you don't, when you're not seeking employment and you're not uh, seeking education. So you're a senior you're losing your site and funding sources are, they're, they're, they're out there, but they're a little bit harder. Uh, there's some private agencies. Some state agencies have a little bit of money for it and, um, private agencies. There's some groups out there that help out with that too. Goodwill and different senior organizations. Uh, the Lions Club will do some things. Uh, so also price is important. Uh, if you can afford it, it's great. That makes it even easier. Uh, but they, have, you know, we all understand these aren't. These aren't inexpensive products. Then you move in, like I said before, into what's your, what, what do you, what are your goals? What's most important? And then you just take a look at each product and you go through a process. You know, where do, where do I need the magnification level set? How much can I read? My thing always has been the more information you can get on the screen at any given time, you're more likely to use the product. So by that, if you get on the Topaz XL HD 24, you can get down to like a 1.7x. And if you can read at a 1.7x, you're more likely to use that product than if you read it at a 5x. Just because it's less movement on the screen, less eye fatigue, and it just makes it easier. So then you sit in front of the devices and you find your comfort level. How's the, first I go with how big it is. Alright, then we got how big it is. I'm gonna say how's the contrast too bright? You know, how are these color changes? So we go through the color changes and the person do you get to the person to that point? And you say, is it important for me to be able to stop, relax, and let the product read back to me? Like a like a um, clear view C, which is our with speech. So then you sit back, hit the button, and it reads. I use my Zoom text that way. Like, if I'm I long emails to read, I'll tell it to read to me. So, I would do that with that kind of device, too. If I'm in early in the day and I'm not wanting to listen to it, I'm perfectly fine reading it, then that's great as well. But all these are factors that come into which product is going to work best for you. Incidentally, we do have a portable product with a 10 inch that I, that I failed to mention earlier, and it does read back to you, too. It's a, it's a compact 10 from the select line. My favorite product that's come out in a long time. It's got a nice tilted screen, beautiful image. You can put lines on it, it'll read to you. And the arm goes out to the side, so you get the whole page. It's not just what's in the screen. it's so you gonna get the whole page image. It's gonna read back to you, and uh, all sorts of different voices and languages too. And we have you know, so where where do you get them from? <laughs> so all this that you be going through we go through. Uh, either a local dealer or one of our direct salespeople. Uh, we have distrib- distributors and dealers all over the nation. So there's a, at least one in every state. Sometimes there's a couple, uh, depending on size of the state and what's going on in that area. Does all this make sense to you guys? Have I missed anything?
0: Makes sense to me. I don't
2: think you've missed to anything. Me. No. <laughs> I would say I would add I would add some software though too. So if you if you do, if, depending on what you're doing again, if especially for work related or school related, or if you just want to be able to get in touch with people and do things online, I'm Zoom Text for low vision people. is fantastic. Uh, we've done a lot of enhancements over the ages as well, and it's um, that's my lifeline. I mean, that's everything I do. it starts on the computer and then it goes out from there. I personally, use ZoomText the most. Probably the next device would be a Ruby, and then I and then I do use an Onyx. I have the uh, I have the, you know, I work for the company, so I can have all of my ones, so it's easy. But uh, and then I use my uh, my iPhone for a lot of things too. Um, when I'm when I'm on the run, so those are basically my major tools for for being low vision.
3: Okay, well, you should have a raised hand button right on your screen, which you will need to press to get your hand raised. Oh, if you're on the computer, you will use, um, you will use Alt Y, and on the Mac, you will use, um, Option Y, and on your landline phone, you will use star nine to raise your hand. Yes, Tim. Webster. Where can I see these products online?
2: Oh, great question. You can go, there's, there's a, the main website is www.vispero, which is dot com, And you can go to all three of the websites from there. And you just look for the link that says products. Okay. Uh, you can also find dealers. Each of them have a dealer locator if you want to see them in person. <laughs> and uh, some, of, some of our dealers have storefronts. Others will come to your home and, uh, and show you the products there as well.
0: Thank you very much. Barbara?
3: I am getting Zoom Text Fusion with JAWS, and I would like to know if the keyboard has the jaws and the zoom text short keys on it.
2: So you're getting the. you're also getting the uh, the zoom text keyboard? Yes. Zoom the zoom text keyboard is gonna have hot keys that are across the top of it that are gonna be more zoom text related. But if you're running fusion at the same time, those those uh, will be active so they'll they'll work with both product with both running. So if you're running fusion those buttons will work and there are things like increasing your magnification or changing contrast uh, things along those lines uh, if you're just running the jaws portion by itself then you'll use the jaws key key commands um, which you're going to use during even when you're using fusion so if you have it all locked together those buttons will do what they say they do but if it's just jaws then those buttons aren't going to be active so well, Zoom text by itself, buttons are active, Fusion, they're active, but not if you have just JAWS on. Um, is there, you have a Zoom text keyboard?
3: Yes, I do. I have one already. And I can push it, yeah, and it will make Zoom text launch.
2: Right, yes. And that, that should still do that. I'm not sure. I'd have to find out if it'll launch the entire Fusion. Because when you when you get Fusion, you can you can either load all three products, or you can load JAWS by itself, or you can run Magic by itself. You'll get three icons. When you're loading it, you can choose which icon you want. If you always want to run Fusion with both products running, then you don't have to load the other two icons. And that'll still – I'm pretty sure that'll still work at that point because the other buttons do. Uh, but if you're strictly running JAWS, it's not going to know to launch JAWS.
3: I don't mean to keep you up, but I have magic with Jaws, but they say you guys don't support magic anymore. So then they purchased me Zoom Text, and now they're going to purchase me Zoom Text with Fusion.
2: So okay. are
3: you still supporting magic?
2: I, I believe we still support it, like as in you can call in and get help, but we're not developing it any further. The reason we still have it is because we have large government agencies and some places in Europe that have huge amounts of it, but we're no longer developing it. It's not moving forward. So there will be a time when the operating systems won't be compatible with it. So you definitely want to move to Text, But it's a pretty easy um, move. You know, It's not, not, not super difficult to go from one to the other. So do you have the magic yeah, cable? Oh, no, I'm you right? have Zoom Text.
3: I have both. I have magic and Jaws. And they and Magic wasn't being supported. And that one came with the keyboard that has all the short keys for Jaws and and Magic. Yeah, the,
2: and the they, magic they, they keyboard zoom. Yeah, the magic keyboard
3: won't work anymore, but did they get you a
2: zoom text keyboard
3: the second time? Yes, no, that's the first time. But the second time they are gonna get me one. So I'm trying to determine mm-hmm. if I should say no
2: for the keyboard. No, you should get it. You should get it.
3: And that and that they other guess. equipment that okay. you used, the, the Onyx. What is that again?
2: The, the Onyx is a uh, it's a it's a transportable video magnifier. So you have a you have a monitor, and you have a, a camera on an arm, and then you control their, all your functions with a with a uh, remote control. So you have a document view, you have a distance view, and you have a self-view. So you can read, use it to read documents, you can read it, use it to look into the distance, or you can read it to, to self-view, like you're looking in a mirror.
3: Oh, okay, because I'm going back to VISM in the next four days to do the whole program for visually impaired people to learn how to exist in the world. And I yep. want to take something portable, but right now I have a prodigy, and I don't want to take the the little thing for the prodigy because I don't want it to get broke or something. So, um, is Jerry? I don't know his last name, but his first name is Jerry. Is he still in Montgomery County as one of your distributors? Um, well, we
2: have a we have our, our, our we have an employee up there named Jerry Miranda. Uh, we may have a distributor named Jerry. I'm really not sure. Thank you Thank so you. much, Barbara. Thank you, Barbara.
3: Restoria? Right? Yes. <laughs> I was just wondering which device was the one he said I would be able to see my
2: grandson? Uh, from, like, uh, <clears throat> a picture of an actual kid? He
4: plays <laughs> basketball.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, couple things. You, what are what you trying to do? You just want to see him, like, if he's sitting in front of you, if he's out, out in the yard, or are you trying to watch it. him run up and down the court?
3: Running up and down the court.
2: Okay, so this is where, this is where my company sometimes gets mad at me. <laughs> they don't need more <laughs> because I've convinced them of this. Um, especially the wearable companies are doing this now. The people that made transportables were saying this in the beginning, and they always show somebody watching somebody run, uh, like in a sport, the problem is you lose a lot around you. You you might be able to get a glance here and there, but to watch the whole action going back and forth, you're not going to be able to track the action, move the camera with your hand and look at the monitor at the same time with much success. I'm not, I'm not going to say you can't do it. I never say never. I haven't met anybody who's been able to really do it. It's kind of like they used to say you could use it, uh, like the onyx we were talking about, to take notes while a professor's writing them on the board. But, you know, your head's down while you're the on the paper and you're trying to look up to see where he's at and then you're trying to move the camera to find it. It's just very difficult. Uh, the wearables companies are doing the same thing. They're saying, hey, you can go out and watch a baseball game. Uh, but if um, the way a sighted person watches a sport with binoculars is they're scanning, they find, figure out where they want to look, and then they pull the, mic, the, the, the lenses up really fast. The problem with, uh, with us is... You can't see where the action is without the magnification. So we're trying to find it. And you're, just, you're, you're searching more than you're doing anything else. Unfortunately, I don't know of anything that's super successful doing that yet. I think we'll, we'll get there. And I think that some people, and you might be one of them, would be able to do it with a wearable or, or a distance camera like an Onyx. But uh, I, I find it extremely difficult to follow action with a camera when you're in a magnified state. That, does that make sense? I, I know it's not the answer that anybody wants to hear, but I like to set the expectation properly so you're not disappointed when you spent $3,000 and you're not able to do what you what you want to be doing.
3: Thank you so much. I,
2: I, you're welcome. And I, and I wish I could tell you that it's something easy to do. Yes. I really do. I'd love to be able to go do it too.
3: Okay. I appreciate it. 571.
1: This is Dana Dishman in Alexandria, Virginia. I came in very, very late, but I caught some of what he was saying. But I have a question, and he may have addressed it in the very beginning. I am 97% blind, 98% blind. Is there a keyboard with the hot keys on it that I can do things like get on Zoom? I'm very new to Zoom and the whole nine yards. Um,
2: are you are, are, are you using a product now?
1: Not a are product. You using
2: Zoom text or are you talking about Zoom from Windows? Or?
1: I don't have anything yet. I just bought uh, a PC, a Windows PC, and haven't figured out how to do the Alt, Control, A thing to unmute, mute. So I use my phone most of the time because that's easy. Okay.
2: Um, if you're 97, 90%, uh, basically, I would recommend using JAWS, which is a screen reader. Uh, and what you do is you learn keystrokes and people 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 make it sound like it's more difficult than it is. Uh, most of the keystrokes you learn in the beginning are navigation keystrokes that exist in Windows. Mm-hmm. And so once you get there, once you get the navigation keystrokes down, you can move into some other ones that are some JAWS keystrokes. And where there is a vast amount of power in jobs and jaws of things you can do, what you need to do is figure out what you want to do and focus on that. And once you get, you know, if you want to, if you want to surf the web a little bit, you want to maybe write the grandkids' emails and maybe uh, look up recipes online. It's quite simple. Uh, you just have to learn some keystrokes and, and practice at it. And there's people in the area that, that are trainers and, and different organizations that can help you with that. But it's uh, but basically it's going to be, you know, text input or keyboard input, and you're going to get a voice out. If you're a braille reader, we you can also get a braille display, which makes you faster. I'm not. Uh, but the, the the great thing about keystrokes is that that uh, you can you can actually get faster than your sighted companions that are trying to move around with the mouse. Mm. Once you learn the keystrokes, and then they become second nature as you go along with them.
1: Yeah, my my issue has been trying to find a trainer or a teacher um, to teach me how to use my computer. So I'm still. And
2: you're in um, you're in Alexandria,
1: Virginia. Which
2: Alexandria do you in Virginia?
1: Virginia, yes.
2: Yeah. Okay, if um if you call our office, which I'll give you guys the number.
1: Okay, hold on. Hold it's on. It's really. Wait a minute. Let me get her to write it down, please. Sure. All
2: right, she's ready. It's 3
1: Okay, there's how many? A bunch of
2: fours. Four four four. It's all fours and a three. Three. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, it's, really, it's really easy to remember. But if you uh, if you go to our customer service mm-hmm. and you tell them you're looking for a, you know help learning a computer in that area. They right. can point you towards our distributor in that area. I can't remember who it is right now. Um, but if they'll point you towards them, and they can, they can help you. Uh, whoever it's going to be is going to want, want you to get a screen reader. Okay. Because otherwise, otherwise it's going to be I – don't, I don't think it'll be possible to do much without, without some assistance.
1: Right. Well, I have uh, a new Windows 10 computer. Okay. So I, I guess That's I just great. need to download JAWS
2: you can download jobs and we do have a we have a, a trial version you can use we also have great licensing um, things now that you don't have to buy the full blown like $1000 product they have annual licenses that I am not I'm not 100% sure about the price but it's like under 200 bucks oh, okay for uh for end users
1: okay
2: and you know, it's like an annual it's an annual thing
1: okay all right i will give them a call thank you so very much
2: you're very welcome. There's also in, in the screen reading program JAWS. There's a ton of help and training, and the training material that walks you through using it. Uh, we put a lot of uh, really great, <laughs> really great uh, um, assistance built into the product, as well as on our website. And we have webinars you can you, you can get into, and and different resources there.
1: I had stayed away from JAWS because people frightened me about a year or so ago. Oh, JAWS is too hard to learn. And so I was. I use the uh, what is it? The screen reader on my phone, the the Siri Right.
2: If, if, but if, I it it. My, I mean, if you can use Siri, you can certainly use Jaws. Uh, don't be scared of Jaws. The reason people say that is because they hear you got to learn a ton of keystrokes. It mm-hmm. depends on what you want to do. I mean, if you're going to go do PowerPoint presentations and nope. massive spreadsheets, and things nope. you can get there. But if, for day day to day use. Um, I think Larry could tell you it's not that difficult to learn.
0: I learned, I learned, I have been using JAWS since 1997, and I learned a long time ago, and I'm a power user, but I learned that you basically use the keystrokes that you need to use and you want to use. Now, there are others that you don't get to until it's time for you to learn them. So you go into it gradually, and you go into it with the, the applications that you need at the moment. And then you grow from there. It's not like you have to learn 10,000 keystrokes. You may learn, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, depending on your level of interest. And that's the way it works with almost anything, isn't it? You learn what you need.
2: Okay. Yep. That's why I said you you start out navigating and you go from there. Okay.
1: I will definitely give them a call. Thank you so very much.
2: You're welcome.
4: Uh, Peggy Ann has her hand raised. The wearable devices that you wear. I have a device um, currently that I wear, and it's kind of like one of those three D thing um, projector type things with a phone attached. Um, yeah, it's like
2: have- a, a virtual reality goggles.
4: Yeah, um, I don't want to promote the company, so I won't say you know which one it is. Um, although I would be willing to promote it because it's a very good device. I love it. Awesome. (laughs) Um, Awesome. But with that device, yeah, you're kind of limited with what you can get in, in that little bit of space, but if you have the capability to move your head, I mean, the magnification on that is really good, and it does come down to, like, you know several different sizes, and I know for myself, I can like see across the room depending on how high I magnify it, and I can also see like if my cat is like walking around, I can see him from a distance with the magnification. So excellent. It depends. I, it, for the woman that said that they needed to see their grandson. Depending on where they are, a device like that might work. I guess it depends on your vis- visual acuity. Oh, I,
2: I agree I agree completely about just what you're talking about, but to watch um, teenage men or teenage boys running at full speed across a court is a whole other ballgame. I do think yeah. they have their place, so it's excellent that it's working for you.
4: Yeah, because you'd you have to keep moving your head. Depending on the magnification, it can make you a little – if you're not used to it, it can make you kind of a little bit, um, like, um, motion sickness. A woozy. Yeah.
2: It gives you, gives you a little inertia. Yes. Yeah. So they definitely have good. their place and they have nowhere to go, but, up. I mean, they're, they're going to keep getting better. They've, they've come a long way over the years. I mean, the Jordy was the first one out way back in like 2000 It went away because though, you know, and then it came back, but, uh, yeah. They're, they're going to get better. They're going to get smaller. Um, I think they'll take off when they get a better form factor. Right. Um, some people love, you know, love wear them. Other people say, oh, they're uncomfortable and bulky and look crazy. But um, are- if it works for you, who cares what it looks like, right?
4: Yes. Yes, that's true. They are, and they're not practical if you're shopping, obviously, because you can't walk with them. Right. But the one, the one benefit is... Myself, I'm not able to see to cut my um, nails very well. I'm now able to cut my own toenails and fingernails by myself with no help help from anybody. So, you know, they are great depending on what you want to use them for.
2: They're fantastic. The first time I put a pair of them on, I was in an exhibit hall. And it was the first time I was able to look across the exhibit hall and recognize people. So was a, I don't remember what brand it was, but it was. A, I could see it was a, one of the ones with the with the traditional cameras instead of the phones, and mm-hmm. I could see, you know, I could spot name people from across the hall, you know, which is pretty cool.
3: No okay. hands raised, and just a few minutes left. Is there any way? Is there anything that you wanted to say in conclusion?
2: Well, I just like to thank everybody for listening, and thank you guys for having me be on again. And um, I always enjoy the conversation, so uh, I look forward to another one.
4: Thank you for
3: being here with us. We appreciate it very you. much.
2: You're very welcome. Anytime.
0: Thanks, Charlie. And we're going to get this up, you know, as a podcast. Probably, if I can get it up, I'll get it up today. If not, early tomorrow. So be looking uh, on your favorite podcatcher, and and we'll bring it to you. Awesome. Thank you so much.
2: You got it. You guys take care.
0: Okay.
3: Thanks, Larry. You're welcome. Jerry.
0: You're welcome, Desi. Thanks, Sheila. (laughs) You're welcome.